Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Friday, July 17th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Sony promises it will give fair warning before it opens up PlayStation 5 pre-orders. The Last of Us Part 2 and Ring Fit Adventure sold surprisingly well in June. A Prince of Persia VR escape room is in the works. And Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario The Origami King are both out today. Sony promises it will give a fair heads up before opening PlayStation 5 pre-orders. As part of Jeff Keighley's continually ambiguous, ongoing Summer Games Fest series of videos, he shared a video today focusing on the PlayStation 5's DualSense controller, showing it in action, and playing a little bit of the AstroBot game that will be pre-installed on all PlayStation 5s. He had pretty much universally nice things to say about the controller, but there were no new details revealed, really. The DualSense controller is cool, but it definitely seems like one of those things you kind of have to hold in your hands to understand what's interesting about it. He did, however, have a chat with PlayStation Worldwide marketing head Eric Lempel about PlayStation 5 pre-orders and when they might open. Lempel had nothing to offer in terms of a potential date or price or anything, but he did promise that PlayStation 5 pre-orders wouldn't be unleashed as an unexpected surprise. The questioning started after Keeley talked about rumors that had been circulating this week that pre-orders might suddenly go online, and Lempel responded saying, We don't know what happened there. We had nothing to do with it. I got a message from someone saying people are lining up at stores, and we had no idea why. I think it's safe to say of your viewers, we'll let you know when pre-orders will happen. It's not going to happen with a minute's notice. We're going to, at some point, let you know when you can pre-order PlayStation 5, so please don't feel like you have to run out and line up anywhere until you receive official notice on how that will work. I don't know how that happened or who did it. It wasn't us, though. I had actually heard some of those rumors myself, but I, I didn't report on them because I they just were difficult to substantiate or source, but I did go so far as to turn on notifications for whenever at Wario64 tweeted in order to get an alert, whenever he did. If anyone's going to have a link to where to get a PlayStation 5 first, it's probably going to be at Wario64. I use Twitter a lot, but I've never turned on notifications like that. After hearing from Lempel, I'm happy to turn off those notifications. I hope what he says is true, and there will be substantial warning before the pre-orders go live. The Last of Us Part 2 was June's best-selling game, and more details from the most recent NPD numbers. NPD's Matt Piscatella shared June's video game sales numbers this morning, and though there weren't any explosive bombshells that made you question consumer spending, as always, it's interesting to see what kind of video games people are buying and what other kinds of video game products they're also buying. According to Piscatella, video game sales grew 26% compared to June 2019, 
And this June was the highest June in terms of video game sales since 2009. The industry really continues to grow and also be successful in the face of COVID-19. As referenced in the headline of this segment, The Last of Us Part 2 was June's best-selling game, and it is already the third best-selling game of the year. Piscatella wrote on Twitter, The Last of Us Part 2 achieved the highest launch month dollar sales of any 2020 release to date. The Last of Us Part 2 reached the second highest launch month dollar sales for a Sony-published game in history. Only Marvel's Spider-Man achieved a larger debut month, but Piscatella did follow up that tweet with another, writing... Quick note on time in the market, The Last of Us Part 2 did have fewer days in the market in its launch month than Marvel's Spider-Man. The Last of Us Part 2 launched June 19th with tracking through July 4th. Marvel's Spider-Man launched September 7th with tracking through October 6th. Ring Fit Adventure for the Switch sold like surprisingly well in June and was the seventh best-selling game of the month, which was impressive considering the game released in October of last year. I think the demand has been there for a few months, but Nintendo was just able to meet it for the first time in a while in June. Persona 4 Golden also showed up on the list of best-selling games for June thanks to its surprise Steam release. Something tells me Atlas is not going to underestimate the Steam platform anymore, and I bet we will be seeing a lot more Persona on there in the future. In terms of overall best-selling games, Ring Fit Adventure... Jumping to the number 7 spot was definitely the craziest boost. It was the 835th best-selling game in May. Modern Warfare is still on there, as is Grand Theft Auto V. Animal Crossing and Minecraft, the PS4 edition specifically of Minecraft. Some other interesting surprises. Rainbow Six Siege was number 12 after not even being in the top 20 last month. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated was number 19 which is definitely an impressive showing. Minecraft Dungeons is also on the list at number 10, and I'm curious how Game Pass factors into that ranking. Or maybe it doesn't at all, and those sales are really only accounting for Switch, PS4, and PC. The best-selling Switch games of June, Animal Crossing is number one, and I think it has set up a semi-permanent home there, and then Ring Fit was two, and Mario Kart is three. The only new game on the best-selling Switch games list was The Outer Worlds at number 10. Happy to see that game doing well commercially, even if the Switch version was critically panned for its underwhelming technical performance. The best-selling PlayStation 4 games list is kind of boring. All familiar stuff, except for The Last of Us Part 2, taking the top spot. The same goes for Xbox's list. It's all familiar stuff. Call of Duty number one, Grand Theft Auto number two. Overall, kind of a bland NPD this month. Ring Fit Adventure's rise to the top is impressive and weird, but otherwise, it represented a pretty predictable month. I'm happy to see The Last of Us Part Two doing well. Piscatella had a pretty funny take regarding that game. Back in January, he tweeted, Anytime you hear about some gamer boycott, just raise the forecast by like 25%. And he shared that tweet again this morning and wrote, Hypothesis still not disproven. There is going to be a Prince of Persia VR escape room. I don't honestly fully understand how this works, but I got excited today when I saw people sharing screenshots from a new game called Prince of Persia, The Dagger of Time, but was surprised that it was being shared so casually. You'd think a new Prince of Persia would inspire more excitement, but then I looked into it a bit more and realized the screenshots were being shared for a Prince of Persia VR escape room experience, which is very strange 
and interesting, but certainly less exciting than a new Prince of Persia game proper. I'm going to read the whole description for this thing from its website. It's a little long, but I think it answers most of the questions I had about it. Prince of Persia The Dagger of Time is a virtual reality escape game set in the world of Prince of Persia, which enables you to experience time control. You will be able to experience something impossible in real life to slow, stop, or even rewind time. Quick aside here, I think we've done a pretty good job slowing down time to a stop over the course of the last few months, so I don't know. I think you can experience in real life. Continuing, The Dagger of Time takes place in the setting of the Prince of Persia trilogy, Sands of Time, Warrior Within, The Two Thrones. Players are summoned to the Fortress of Time by Kylina to stop an evil magi. Kylina restores and gives the Dagger of Time to the players so they can reach the Hourglass Chamber and use it to stop the magi. And then, another quick aside, there's this little asterisk there that I thought was funny, because down at the bottom of the page it says, You do not need to have played any of the previous Prince of Persia games in order to enjoy the Dagger of Time. I just thought it was funny that they, you know, felt like they had to specify that. Continuing, again, The Dagger of Time is an experience built around cooperation between players of all ages to achieve a shared goal. Collaboration is essential. You cannot succeed without your teammates. Being able to listen and communicate effectively is absolutely key to success. In the game, two, three, or four players team up to find a way out of a reimagined fortress of time. To succeed, they need to work together and solve puzzles. The puzzles will require players to interact with objects in their vicinity, climb, and use certain powers such as the time control. I've got a link to the website in the show notes. And though it doesn't have a release date, it does show all kinds of places all over the world where you will apparently be able to play it. During this age of pandemic, I don't know when I would actually get a chance to check this thing out, but if it's near me, and if it's safe, I will seek it out. I want to try it. I do wish it was just a new Prince of Persia game, or at the very least, a VR Prince of Persia game that I could play on Oculus at home. But, you know, this is better than nothing, I guess. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Here's what released today. It's actually a, a big game release day for two wildly different games. Ghost of Tsushima is out today on PlayStation 4, and it's great. I've said a lot about it. It's currently duking it out with The Last of Us Part 2 for the title of Kyle's Game of the Year, and I think it's winning. 
You've heard me say a lot about the game here as well as on the MinMax show. So I had the idea to ask my friend Skasa Sato to tell me about the game after he texted me asking if he could. Skasa Sato is a friend I have known for decades, but he really doesn't play video games. I know he's aware of them and I know he knows I like them, but that's about the extent of his appreciation of the larger industry. So really he has he has no idea what this thing is. Here's his description of the game after I sent him only the box art. We get to finally play G, host of Tsushima. It's a uh, it's a cool game coming out for the PS4. As we all know, G is the lovable host of the hit game show Tsushima. It's a uh, it's a game show that's kind of like a cross between Jeopardy, American Ninja Warrior, and Murder She Wrote. It's uh, this really kind of uh, old sort of feudal tale, but basically this game is going to be about uh, G. Uh, who is searching for his replacement host. He finds him in a field of feathers, but he has to get him back to the uh, set of the show. So it's kind of a cool uh, cool journey, cool adventure. It's uh, more so, I'd say, for fans who really enjoyed uh, GTA 4 as well as uh, Minecraft. I think you'll really enjoy this as well. Paper Mario, the Origami King, is also out today. I am excited to start this game, but... Like most Paper Mario fans, I am wary of the fact that there is no leveling system to incentivize combat. I'm sure there are other incentives for tackling every fight, but I do tend to like straightforward, do a fight, get some experience points, make the next fight a little easier approach to Paper Mario, but I'm still excited to try this one out. Death Come True is also out today on the Windows Game Store after having already been released on other platforms, including Steam. It's an FMV game from the creator of the Danganronpa series, but... Outside of that, I don't know much about it, so I asked my friend Skasa Sato for his take on the game. Again, Skasa, not a gamer, and I only sent him the box art for the game, but here's what he has to say about it. So I am really excited that uh, I get to play Death Come True. For those of you who don't know, uh, a little backstory, Death Come True is... uh, not really a sequel, more of a spinoff of uh, Professional Farmer 2018. Uh, this was kind of a weird adaptation that they did. They sort of took it in a different direction, but uh, overall, I, I think they really did a good job. A lot of good side quests. There's a lot of cool mini games throughout it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but all I'll say is the uh, the potato sack race part is probably my favorite part of the game. Monster Train, a game that has really taken off and I think found its audience, got some DLC today. It's free if you own the game, and it's called Wild Mutations. From the press release, Wild Mutations improves Monster Train's endgame and competitive play experience with over 35 new mutators to use across all run types plus advanced challenges. Balance updates and more. Battle your friends in the community on a rotating series of challenges with new mutators that'll turn your knowledge of the game's existing mechanics upside down. And it's just the beginning, as the Monster Train team continues to develop new content for the game with community feedback for future updates. And speaking of DLC, SnowRunner also got some new DLC recently. It's a game about driving vehicles across difficult terrain. It almost looks like Death Stranding, but without the story, and you're a car. Its first DLC is called Season 1 Search and Recover, and it's free if you own the game. Also in the world of mobile games, Puzzle and Dragons, the popular Japanese match 3 puzzle game, has a Devil May Cry event happening right now that's going until July 26th. It apparently adds Dante, Nero, Trish, and Lady to the game. Drake Hollow from Molasses Flood, the developer behind The Flame and the Flood, was supposed to be out today, but it got pushed back for some strange reason. 
It's a game where you collect little plant creatures to help you defend a little town against the, quote, blighted world of the hollow. On its Twitter account, Molasses Flood wrote, I've got an update regarding our launch date. It turns out we aren't launching on July 17th. It's for reasons that are technical, boring, complicated to explain, and under NDA anyway. We're working hard to resolve them so we can launch as soon as possible. I apologize for the delay and want this game in your hands even more than you do. Unfortunately, due to the nature of the delay, we don't have a new date yet, but we'll let everyone know as soon as we do. So based on that tweet, I'm not sure when Drake Hollow is coming out, but it it sounds like development is close to being complete. That's it for gaming news today. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kylem Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. Please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through something new. I streamed some Ghost of Tsushima this morning, but on Monday, I will probably pick something new to play through in full. I don't know what it is yet feel free to tweet some suggestions to me. You can also find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussions. I also have a video I put together for the MinMax Show YouTube account that's basically a highlight reel of weird and fun things that happened to me through the course of my Ghost of Tsushima playtime. So go check that out. I will talk to you more about video games on Monday. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.